The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Yankee, can I have some of your pretzels? No, Shlemy. Why not? I'm really, really hungry. So am I, and I'm not in the mood of sharing these. But you have so much. I know, but I'm still not in the mood of sharing them. Yankee? Yes, Rebbe? Do you mind coming over here for a second? Sure, Rebbe. Why don't you want to share some of your things? You know Hashem gives us things so that we can share them with others as well. Just in this week's Pasha, there's a mitzvah of lending money. Do you know what the Pasuk says? Yes, Rebbe. It says, In kesef talve es ami, If you lend money to my people. Correct. But some also say, the explanation is as follows. Im kesef, if Hashem has given you money, He's giving you that bracha, then talve es ami, lend it out. It's not only your money, it's there to share. And it's not only true with money. When Hashem gives us things, it's not for us only to use for ourselves, but to share it with other people. Even if we don't have that much, we can still learn and teach others how to share. Like in the following story that happened in Eretz Yisrael. Chesky Klein was an American bocher who was learning in Yeshiva Smir. All of his chavrusas were American, except for his afternoon chavrusa, where he learned with Yushalmi Yid, called Reb Zalman. After learning with Reb Zalman for a few weeks, Reb Zalman said, Cheski, I want to invite you to come to my house for Shabbos. Oh, it'd be my pleasure, Reb Zalman. Thank you so much. When Cheski got to the house, he was surprised how small it was. Reb Zalman had five children, and it was a very small place. Then it came to making Kiddush and cutting up the challah. Look how thin he's slicing the challah. They obviously don't have very much, and so they have to make this challah last for everybody. When it came to the rest of the meal, his portion was bigger than everyone else's, and he realized something. All of the food that I'm eating is food that his children won't get. I feel terrible taking the food. I don't think I'm going to come back here again. I don't want to take food away from these little children. A few weeks later, Reb Zalman invited Chesky again. Eh, Chesky, you want to come to my house, Nachamul, again, for Shabbos? Um, sorry, I, I, I need to go to my cousin's. Didn't you say you, you didn't have family in Eretz Yisrael? Um, well, in the past two weeks, uh, my cousins from America moved here. <laughs> they moved to Bnei Brak. Really? Yeah, yeah, they live in Bnei Brak now. That's where they are, and I'm going there for Shabbos. Uh, okay, enjoy Shabbos there. A few weeks later, Reb Zaman tried again. Uh, Cheski, Efshe, <laughs> you want to join us this Friday night? Oh, I- I'm so sorry I won't manage. Uh, this week, I have to eat in my dira, in my flat. I promise to eat together with my friends. Okay, enjoy. Hatzloche. Again and again, he asked Cheski. And he always had some reason that he couldn't come. Oh, Reb Zaman, I'm so sorry I hurt my leg. I can't come this week. 
No, no, not this week. I made a netter not to walk on your street this week. Ribzalman, I'm really sorry. My friend's cat is sick and I have to help it. Soon, Ribzalman realized that it was getting ridiculous and Cheski was just making excuses. Zalman, one day, turned to Cheski and he said, Cheski, can I ask you something? Uh, sure. Why not? Yeah, sure. Are you upset with me? Did I treat you badly when you ate mine house? Why are you making excuses? Why don't you want to come to my house for Shabbos? Chesky braced himself. And then he said, Reb Zalman, I had a beautiful time by you. Your children are delightful. The food was delicious. The Torah and the Zmiris were so nice. It was a beautiful Shabbos Suda. No, so what's the problem? I don't know how to say this, but you had so little food. And I felt so bad because whatever I was eating was being taken away from your children. And I felt bad for them. And I didn't want to come again because every time I come, it means your children have so much less to eat. Oh, now I understand. Okay, okay. Let me explain it to you. When my wife and I, we got married, we knew we wouldn't have a lot of money. But we said, Alpha P, even though we don't have any money, we'll try to have guests. Not often, not a lot, because we can't afford it. But every once in a while, we have to have guests to teach our kinderlach, to teach our children. Even when we have very little, we can still share it with other people and still be very samer, be very happy. I understand. I'm sorry if I upset you, but I still don't feel comfortable. Please, please be moichel me. But I don't think, at the moment, I feel I can come to your house. A few weeks later, it was Lagba Oimer, and Cheski decided to go to Meron, and he asked Reb Zalman if he would come with him. Reb Zalman agreed, and they both agreed to meet at Reb Zalman's apartment, from where they would go to Rechoyv Malchisol and catch a bus to Meron. Before Cheski went to pick up Reb Zalman, he thought to himself, Do you know be really nice? If I brought those children, Reb Zalman's children, some ice cream, and I brought them ice lollies and regular ice cream, I'm sure they don't get it very often. I'm sure Reb Zalman doesn't have any money to be able to buy this. And today, special Lakovid Lagba Oimer, I'm going to get him those treats. I'm going to give the kids the special ice creams, and they'll be so excited. Cheski went to Makolet, bought the ice creams, and made his way to Reb Zalman's house. He knocked on Reb Zalman's door. And when Reb Zalman opened the door, he said, Reb Zalman, I'm so excited to be able to go with you to Miron. And here, look in this bag. I brought a special treat, a special present for your children. Reb Zalman looked in the bag and he called his children. Kenalach, Kenalach, come here, come here. Look what Chesky bought you. Chesky bought you ice cream. So nice. Here, have ice cream. The kids Yay! were so excited. 
And then you heard them running outside. Where could they be going? They don't get ice cream so often that they would just walk away, that they won't want to eat it immediately. Wonder where they went. And suddenly, Chesky heard a commotion. Fifteen other kids from the neighborhood had come into the house, and everyone was being given part of the ice creams. The boys shared out little bits of the ice cream. They all made a bracha shehakoy, and then every boy had a little bit of the ice cream. Chesky looked over at Reb Zalman, who smiled and said, No, you see? If you show them the right way, they will follow, and they will also do the right thing, and they will share. And this is why we invited you. This is why we had you for Shabbos, to teach our kinderlach. You can give even when you don't have a lot. And look, Baruch Hashem, they learned the message. Do you understand? Yes, Rabbi, I understand. Shlaimi, Shlaimi, come here. I'd love to share my pretzels with you. If my mother gave me extra snack, I'm sure she wanted me to share some of it with others as well. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.